justice, peace, listener discretion is advised. Here is your opener. This whole gender neutral pronoun is very confusing. You know? The other day I invited a friend to have dinner at my house and he was like, oh, I'm bringing a friend. And I said, bring him. And he was like, no, 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 bring them. So I bought a lot of food. <laughs> I bought briskets and pizzas and pastas. My friend showed up at my house with one person. And I said, where are they? And he said, they are here. So you tell them that they are going to eat all of this food. Right Yes, yes, yes. Things can get very interesting with language. Before we do any of that, I need some music. You know what you're listening to, man. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast. Pino bless this beat. Pino bless this beat. Today's date is Wednesday, December 7th. The time now is 7.36 a.m. Thank you for joining me. Let's work. Welcome to the Justice and the Peace podcast. Shit can get ugly, y'all. I'm gonna let you know that right now. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. I do use foul language. I also have a potty mouth. If you stick around long enough, you shall be able to decipher the motherfucking difference. Here with your daily reports on what's going on, not only in the Sacramento Valley, but also worldwide. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's begin. You know, shit is getting weird. Or shit is getting weirder. Or shit has never been as weird. I don't remember things being as crazy as they are right now. Luckily, we have this technology to record this shit. Because I'm putting this into the canon, man. This is a wild Wednesday episode, y'all. Hey, Pedo, man. You did your thing on this shit, right, y'all? See what I should lean in with this. Lean in with Feist. Because there's a lot of shit going on, man. We got the cops doing what the cops do. We all know what the fuck the cops do. At least what some of the bad apples do. They kill motherfuckers. They don't do much. They don't do much report on what it is that they do when they catch these officers slanging drugs. But I digress. I digress. Let's get the motherfucking show started, man. Let's get this shit going. Pino, thank you again, bro, bro. Appreciate you, man.
All right, you are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Today's date is Wednesday, December 7th. The time now is 7.39 a.m. He is I, and I am him, and fuck you and fuck them. Whatever the fuck it is that you want me to say, I just said that. Yes, first and foremost, I must issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day. Until my last breath is left or until I meet death. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. Once again, I'd like to welcome you all to the Justice and the Peace podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You know, um, we've got 25 days left in this year, and I seem not to have enough time in a day to find the most uh, tentilating, uh, salacious uh, 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 things that have happened this year for the simple fact that more and more shit is happening. Almost like the, the, the what is it, the surprise, the October surprise or some shit like that, November surprise or some shit. Every single day of December from now on, I believe, will be one of those surprise days. Every single day. And right now, on this episode of the Justice in the Peace podcast, I'm going to open it up with something that might be surprising to many, but is not surprising to many also. This story right here comes to you straight out of Arkansas. It says Jackson County Sheriff Jimmy Steffens, Stevens, Steffens, depending on where it is uh, that you're from or how it is that you like it to be called, either one of those things. Either one of those names may be this guy's last last. Either one of those names may be this guy's last name. Anyway, this guy, Jimmy Stevens, he was arrested on charges of drug and gun possession after trooper, troopers found Stevens was in possession of drugs and guns during the traffic stop. After several drug busts, the sheriff was placed under investigation. You heard me right. After several drug busts, the sheriff was placed under investigation by the FBI for corruption and narcotics. The sheriff was tailed and pulled over for speeding and was asked if he had anything illegal in the vehicle. He admitted to having oxycodone, marijuana, and marijuana butter. He told the authorities at the Crawford County Sheriff's Office that he had acquired the drugs from his informants. Both Stevens and his informant were arrested after going to the informant's house and finding marijuana plants and multiple firearms. You heard it correct. An Arkansas, an Arkansas sheriff was arrested on drug charges. <laughs> Can we say that they finally caught these motherfuckers doing what it is that black people have been saying has been going on forever, and that's people bringing the drugs in, <laughs> into the fucking community? I mean... It, I mean, it's, it's funny, though, right? It's kind of funny, but it's not funny. I mean, the simple, the, the, if we just, just educate ourselves on who owns what in this country, we already know that black people don't own no, no airlines. We don't own no, no tanks, no submarines. I mean, some niggas might own some helicopters or lease some helicopters. But the easiest way to distribute something is to get it right there. In the hood, already have it right there available in the motherfucking hood. 
And the the police, if anyone is not the best representative on how to do dirty business like this, it's the police. And I'm not saying all police are bad. I don't think all of anything is bad. But you got a lot of bad motherfuckers out there, man. And for it to be the sheriff himself, that whole precinct, that whole department needs to go under the microscope of an investigation. It is just that simple. There's no if, ands, and buts around it. I'm not saying everybody associated with this guy is a criminal, but damn it, if you see the top, <coughs> excuse me, if you see the top getting over, what the fuck is you going to do? I mean, I'm just asking some fucking questions here. What I'm doing? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's some wild ass shit. The motherfucking police officer out there, nigga, pushing the motherfucking, pushing the, 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 the drugs in the hood. We all know this shit. We all know this shit. Niggas know a lot of things. Black people, we know a lot of things. We know bullshit when we motherfucking smell it. We also know a motherfucker lying to our face as they look us in the eye. But when we don't know about things, we are willing to listen and come up with our own little determination after we have heard what you have said. Please listen to this interaction right here. Trying to give people side quests in the hood. Greetings, my friend. I've discovered a dangerous and dark ring. We must journey high into the peaks of Mount Doom, cast it back into the fiery chasm from whence it came. I need you to help me destroy the ring. The fate of the world rests in your hands. Hell no, I ain't with that boo shit. I ain't <laughs> doing that. Easily. Easily. Soon as the brother let, he let him talk and everything. That was the only sound part sound bite that you get from that brother you get this white guy dressed up like gandeldorf or gandelforf or whatever the fuck his name is uh uh gandeldork i don't know this motherfucker is standing up in the hood with the whole uh uh eunuch uh uh robe on and everything and the wizard's hat except he got he, he got on some sunglasses and you know a couple chains but he's got the walking stick so that sells it completely right now he stops this brother that's got his hoodie and a wave cap on. This motherfucker. Now, you know this is this right here. I thought this was going to go terribly bad. But as soon as he starts talking to him, the brother puts himself at ease and he lets him talk. And as soon as he says some shit about the fate of the world and some sort of ring and some Bro, we don't do that voodoo shit. We really don't. I think that's because we don't know a lot about it. They taught. They, I thought voodoo was witchcraft. I could be wrong, but I ain't never met nobody who practices voodoo. Just like I don't know too much about the, the black Israelites. I can't make no determination off of something that I have no information on. I, I don't know shit about voodoo, but I know this. I know I'm scared of that shit. I know when I watched Beetlejuice and that dude sprinkled that shit on Michael Keaton's head and his head got real, real small as a child. I prayed to myself that some shit like that really didn't exist. I really, really did. Now, now, just to just to continue on this voodoo rant that I'm going on right now, the voodoo shit, it runs deep with black people. Really, really deep with black people. I remember my grandmother, uh, was it my grandmother or my great-grandmother? One of them grandmothers, my, my grandma or my great-grandmother, one of them ladies, one of these ladies told me that them bitches, <laughs> excuse me, 
You can't be trusting them bitches because they put blood in their spaghetti and how you sprung. So voodoo, it does have some sort of a, 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 it has a life in the black community. And that life is short-lived in conversations in between two motherfucking friends. Like I said, this is a wild Wednesday, so brace your motherfucking self. It's going to be coming at you one by one by one. Okay, here's another great thing that I think needs to go into the fucking canon. I've already on my podcast told you the benefits of eating the coochie. Now, listener discretion was advised at the top of the show, and this is why it is advised on every single show. You don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to say. This is unscripted. This is all shot in one take. So be mindful of who it is that you play this podcast around. But like I was saying, I played on one of my podcasts, I introduced all of the benefits of eating pussy. All of them. There's a great Great, great long list. It's a laundry list of things that happen when you eat your lady's pussy. Your, she's automatically moist. It's easier to slide in. Um, um, it's the quickest way to help her achieve an orgasm. Uh, there's a lot of good, good reasons to eat the kitty cat. But before... We get all the way into that, and I, I should have put this first. Let's go ahead and examine the health benefits of just having normal missionary sex. Health benefits of having sex. 1. Improve sleep quality. 2. Strengthen muscles. 3. Reduces stress and anxiety. 4. Increases libido. 5. Reduces risk of heart disease stroke and hypertension and quality health yeah so so i mean there, there, there you go a quick little insert of information that you need to share with your spouse no matter what your sexual orientation may be there are health benefits of having sex it improves your sleep quality of course you're gonna get some good shut eye after you fuck the shit out of each other of course you know of course it strengthens your muscles. I was talking to a couple of friends. Let me put a pin in number two. I was talking to a couple of friends at work, and everybody knows that what I do is we get shit, and then we wipe the shit off, and then we put the shit in this bag, and then we seal this bag up, and then we send the shit off. That's exactly, literally, what the fuck I do. But me and the fellas were sitting and talking, and it just came across my mind, a very, very old memory of me trying to take down this rhinoceros size of a bitch. And I'm a skinny guy. I don't know if you've seen the podcast picture of me. Um, not that muscular, but I'm athletic. This bitch had me on swole mode. So I completely agree that sex, it can strengthen your muscles. You just have to know what your weight limit is. So if you're a little nigga like me, bro, bro, be careful with them 230s and them 240s. That might be too much, you know, because I ain't going to lie. I was cut the fuck up after I took a big girl down. And, I, hey, everybody needs love. All I know is this, baby, I want to treat you like the women, like the woman you deserve to be treated to. Treated, <laughs> treated ass. The problem is that I like to pick my women up and fuck them. 
and I can't do that with you. So this may not work, and I got to work on my muscles in a whole different way. Now, that's that. I know that's besides the point. They ain't got shit to do with shit. I was just sharing some personal information. You don't have to write that shit down. You don't have to share it at all, but I'm glad you listened. Now, number three is it, re- it reduces your stress and your anxiety. Of course, having sex is going to reduce your fucking stress. You're not stressing about having sex. <laughs> I mean, and of course, you know, your anxiety level is down. You know, you get that baby batter build up to all the fellas who know what the fuck that is. You know, your baby batter is just built up because you ain't busted one in a motherfucking while. You know, maybe your baby mama is put you on pun- uh, on pussy punishment. Maybe, uh, uh, uh. Maybe your side bitch can't get away. It ain't no telling what's going on. But when that baby batter buildup begins, boy, don't you feel anxious? Don't you feel like, God damn, I can't wait to get home from work. And then when you get home from work, God damn, I can't wait to get my ass to sleep. That's nigga, you need to bust a nut. And ladies, I know it's hard. And I, I, I mean, for some ladies, I definitely know it's hard. But ladies, I understand that it's complicated asking for your physical needs without feeling like you're being used. So call me when you need someone to talk to. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. But express to your partner or partners or however it is that you get down that you need some dick. That you need some love. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's going to reduce your stress and your anxiety. And then number four, it increases your libido, which means you're going to want to fuck more. (laughs) Number five, it reduces the risk of heart disease. This is a very, very strange fact that I know right off the top of my head. Do you know that every, well, not every time, but most of the time, when you have sex, that you are using every single muscle in your body, every single muscle in your body. That's why I stay thin, because I fuck a lot. I'm not a player. I just fuck a lot. (laughs) Yes, yes. And also, moving right along, yesterday when I got up, uh, uh, I tried to record iPod. Uh, iPad was dead. Um, so I couldn't record, and I had to wait. But I did record, submitted my podcast. Hopefully you listen to the shit. But as I was setting up, uh, a story had flashed on the local news here in the Sacramento Valley. And the story was that uh, it was a pedestrian versus car and, a, and a, a motorcycle versus sedan accident over off of Sutterville. Now, this morning when I got up, um, I wasn't even checking for – what had happened or, or what was, you know, because car accidents happen all the time. Not to subtract anybody's life or, or anyone who has been lost in some sort of vehicular type of accident, not whatsoever. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm saying is it just seemed like a regular car accident yesterday. But this morning when I got up, I had an update on that situation. And the update is this, is that the update is this. It's that. Um, There was a fatal Interstate 5 crash. Um, Two men were hit and killed by a Sacramento Police Department detective's vehicle. The story dramatically changed. It's something completely different now. So these men were standing by a disabled truck along the I-5, along I-5 near Sutterville Road in Sacramento when they were hit. So two guys were standing next to their car on the on-ramp 
or near the on-ramp, I believe, of Sutterville Road. And both of these individuals were struck and killed by a Sacramento Police Department detective is what it is now saying. I often wonder when we have incidences like this, and when I say we, I'm not talking about the police department. I'm talking about we as humans. Um, is there an adjustment for each one of them to make this a little bit more understandable on how we could avoid this shit in the fucking future? You know, with the police having their, their union and everything else, they're always guarded. And with us being being just regular civilians who can't have regular conversations with each other without getting highly emotional and, and, and fucking violent, I do wonder, are the police ever held accountable? Because if you're a police officer, you have to take all of these training courses on firearm safety, on vehicular safety, on public safety, or, or so many different things. Now... You're basically a superhero once you give once you get that badge and that gun. People look up to you and people look down on you. But after taking all of those training uh, 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 classes and all of that shit that it is that they put inside your brain, um, to kill two people accidentally on the side of the freeway, it kind of seems like you weren't ready to be whatever the fuck it is that you were supposed to be. I mean, driving is something that the normal folk can do. Now, if these guys were out in the middle of the street or some stupid shit like that, that still doesn't make them, you know, uh, uh, fully responsible. If you're a police officer, it is your job to protect and serve. Most of the time, it is a selfless job. So so if the, if if this is true, man, I mean, I hope this guy is held accountable and I hope we get the full background information on what exactly happened in this situation so it doesn't happen no more i mean like i said every single day somebody didn't woke up today and don't understand they're gonna be dead by the end of the motherfucking day be careful out there also it's it's a it's a beautiful thing when 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 you already know that that it's certain shit that you don't fuck with and then automatically something comes along to where you're like, oh, I don't I don't really know too much about that, but now it kind of makes sense. I know a lot of people are sports heads out there. A lot of people are out there dogging the shit out of Deion Sanders and about the fact that he left the HBCU, you know, the historically black colleges. They're mad, but at the same time, there is a lot of shit that is not being talked about. A whole lot of background information that is not being put into the forefront. So I'm going to ask this guy, Jason Whitlock, not personally, but he did this. He did put this post up and it explains a lot about the situation that's going on with Deion Sanders. And I put this up there because I know you motherfuckers uh, fuck with the sports and shit like that. I fuck with sports, too. I just refuse to shape my life around a fucking program. Listen. As black people, we would rather beg than build our own. That's what this whole Deion Sanders situation truly illustrates. Rather than build our own great program, dynasty, legacy, rather build than build our own platform, we'd rather go beg white people uh, to give us access to their platform. That's what this is. Deion Sanders had an awesome opportunity 
and not just Deion Sanders, a lot of the black celebrities that you hear uh, running their mouths about Black Lives Matter and diversity, equity, and inclusion, and uh, black coaches just don't get a chance. All, all these people that are so pro-black, you won't hear one black celebrity today, tomorrow, next week, anytime last week, say, oh, man, I'm mad Dion left Jackson State because I was going to donate $50 million to Jackson State's football program and athletic program in order to keep that thing rolling. You won't hear Pete Diddy say that. You won't hear LeBron James say that. You won't hear uh, Dr. Dre, who gave $70 million to USC. You won't hear him say that. You won't hear Oprah Winfrey. You won't hear any of the people, any of the alleged pro-blacks, talking today, or any, man, you know why I'm mad Dion left? It's because I was just about to dump a bunch of money into Jackson State and really try to take SWAC football to the next level. You won't hear it. You know why? Because we think that the white man's ice is colder. Period. End of story. And we don't believe in building anything of our own. Period. End of story. You won't hear any of the talking heads, any of the media personalities say, hey, how come uh, black celebrities and people of wealth didn't rally behind Deion Sanders and Jackson State and other HBCUs and see that Deion created a great opportunity to build the HBCU product into something great and profitable and exciting and sustainable for HBCUs? How come black celebrities didn't rally around him? What you will hear is some will complain, oh, Dion ran off for Colorado, or you'll hear him saying, of course Dion left. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to elevate. And it's because anything that's all black, we don't think is any good. So we don't build it, we don't invest in it, and we certainly don't support it over the long haul. As black people... And that is so true. That is, thank you, Jason Whitlock. It, that is the most educated examination of this situation that I have heard yet so far when it comes to being black in America, especially in America, no matter what it is that you do, especially if you can do something that one of your colleagues, associates, friends, whatever the fuck it is you want to call your inner circle, if you can do something that one of them motherfuckers can't do, most of them motherfuckers won't support you. It's simply that simple. And it's simply safe. That, that's not for that product. It's simply safe to automatically assume that ain't nobody going to support you. And I'm not just speaking about what's happening with Deion Sanders. Like this guy Jason Whitlock said, you didn't hear any of the celebrities jump on the bandwagon until it was time to dog that guy. Until it's time to dog him, ain't nobody said nothing about what it was that he did bring to the program. Ain't nobody saying anything about the money that he came up with out of his pocket when they wouldn't support him. No one is talking about that. Plus, why is it that I know that? Why is it that I'm the one that's saying that when everyone else is just saying, oh, he went for the money? Yes. Why, do, why does 98% of this nation Wake up early in the morning. Not well, not wake up. But why does ninety-eight percent of this nation have to fucking go somewhere and do something for eight hours a day? It's for the motherfucking money. So we can't judge this man for keeping the 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 way that he lives. You know the way that he lives. We can't keep him for keeping that the same way. It, you got to have money to live a certain way. 
And if he's invested money, invested time, invested blood, sweat, and tears into a program that will not support him back, why in the fuck should he stay around? And why in the fuck should we dog him for doing what's best for him? You know, uh, uh, one last thing before I get off this, this, this little topic. When it comes to our own culture supporting each other, the only thing that it seems like we are readily available to support is motherfucking violence and motherfucking drugs and definitely motherfucking messiness, you dirty motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jason Whitlock. I appreciate that informative interjection of information on on the subject matter because everybody else acts like they have a dog in this fight when you probably don't. You probably just want some publicity. You probably just want a little like and all this other shit. You want some prestige. Shut the fuck up. Let an educated individual at least try to break it down and use real language. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, anyway, I digress. I digress. There's a video circulating in New York City. There's quite a few videos always circulating in the city that never sleeps. The two videos that I want to talk about right now, one video is is a lady just walking down the street and the guy following her and then he walks back. And then this motherfucker pulls out a Louisville slugger and conks her on the back of the motherfucking head. He runs off and then comes back and then stumps her a couple of times and then runs off again and his mask falls off. I hope they find this punk-ass motherfucker. I mean, that is the new thing. You know, people don't come at you face up. They want to get you in the blind spots, like these little fucking roaches, little roach motherfuckers. So I hope they catch that motherfucker. The second video, I hope you're hungry. It has just a little bit of sound just to bring you into the ambience uh, of New York, into the, you know, the, 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 the sounds. You won't get the smells. Thank God you won't get the smells. And you, you, you definitely won't get the, you, you, you know, uh, the New York uh, uh, vibe. Maybe you will. Let me just play this for you. All right. Now, what you hear right now is a man laughing, of course. But under that, it sounds like a lady speaking. I, I would want to say uh, uh, it sounds like a Hispanic lady speaking about something. But she's walking up to an Asian lady who's barbecuing something, and she's rotisserie. She's, she's spinning it around like a rotisserie. She's spinning it around quite fast, real, real fast, like it's thin, thin, thin meat or not a big body to cook of. So as this lady approaches this person who's barbecuing this rotisserie, I start to notice that uh, that ain't no chicken. <laughs> That's not chicken, my guy. Uh, that, that, that ain't no pigeon. Nope. Not a pigeon. Uh, don't look like octopus. What the fuck is that? It is the one and the only New York City rat. Now, this is why I don't eat Chinese food anymore. And I'm not saying this against anybody. My last name is Pong Yan. Let me go ahead and put that out there first. My last name is Pong Yan. Okay? But 
I'm just saying. Okay, listen, all right? My last name is Pong Yan. But listen, I don't fuck with Chinese food, okay? I saw some videos of, of some brothers in the back of this Chinese food spot going through the trash can. And as they was going through the trash can, they had a few Garfield cats vacuum sealed up in the bag. So I don't eat Chinese food unless that's just like seafood. And I, shit, I, I don't remember the last time I ate cat, so I can't really distinguish what the fuck cat tastes like. So I'm really, really cautious on what the fuck it is that I eat when it comes to Chinese food. I never did think that they can incorporate rat. I really never thought about it. And truthfully, the only reason why we don't eat rat is because, you know, that's some nasty shit to do. But, uh, yeah, these motherfuckers is cooking rats, bruh, on the street in New York City, my nigga. They eating rat, bro, rotisserie rat, rotisserie rat ratatouille, my nigga. This shit is re motherfucking ridiculous. Hey, be careful what you eat. Okay, be very, ask where it came from. Ask what it is. I don't think that they'll tell you the truth, but at least it'll put you at rest knowing that your motherfucking ass had asked what the fuck it was that you was eating. Wow. I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's such of a crazy world to live in. And I have so little time to record before I have to get my motherfucking ass back to where it is that I'm supposed to be at. I saw this post right here. And this is what I be saying about you stupid motherfuckers not knowing what the fuck it is that you doing. Please, 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 please pay attention to this shit. This thing says not. okay. now when I say this thing, this post, let me let me change that because I'm not talking about a person or anything. Uh, This post says, I lived with my boyfriend and his parents for three months, and none of them knew that I was transgender. What the motherfuck? I lived with my boyfriend and his parents for three months, and none of them knew that I was transgender. I'm going to tell you how she found out. So basically, there's a little background on me. Um, I started transitioning when I was a teenager, and, you know, I went through all the and around. Um, I met my boyfriend here in New York, and, you know, he was staying in Buffalo, but he relocated to Okay, I gotta stop. Why did they put the X-Files? Never mind. New York, homeless. Um, I met him outside. We eventually ended up getting together, and he told me that he was going to move back in with his parents, and he would love for me to come with so I went and I didn't tell him, yo, I'm trans. He introduced me to his mom, he introduced me to his dad, I met a few of his siblings. And, um, you know, I was even laying in the bed. There are times that I was showering and my mom would come in and and nobody had a clue. So one day I asked to use someone's phone and um, my phone was not working. So I logged into my Instagram. I have two Instagram accounts. I have one for people that know and another for people that don't. So I ended up forgetting to log out. And his mom went to use her phone after me. And the next day, when I woke up, I just found her acting really funny. She was acting really strange. She loves me, or loved me, but then she started acting very standoffish, almost like, you betrayed me. You did. Now, I was going to let that shit play, because I never really watched the whole motherfucking video. 
But yeah, you're right. She did love you for being the one who could bear a grandbaby for her. Let me shut up. You could see the look in her eye. So I lived with my boyfriend and his parents. Yeah, they don't show the whole fucking video. I hate when people do that shit. There's another thing, too, before I go all the way into this uh, 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 subject matter. To you people who think that you are doing a service to the Internet, stop putting music in the fucking background. No one wants to hear your stupid-ass fucking mixtape. There are too many fucking rappers. Half of you niggas can't rap. Most of the time, your friends ain't told you that you can't rap because your scary ass carry a motherfucking gun. Don't nobody care it. Nigga, don't nobody care about your song. Nigga, you think you the first nigga to slap bitches with your dick? Do you think you the first nigga to actually put a bitch on the blade? Do you really think that you the most diabolical individual in the world? Take your mask off, nigga. Put your phone down, nigga. Go to your motherfucking uh, ops set. Nigga, throw up your hood, nigga, and wait for it to rain bullets, nigga, in your direction. Since you niggas is so goddamn gangster and want to press this gangster shit on every goddamn thing. Don't nobody give a fuck about your songs. Don't nobody give a fuck about your music. Keep it to yourself. Keep it all the way to yourself. There are nine million rappers. <laughs> Stop rapping. Okay, we know that you have the capability of killing people for no fucking reason, you scary little bitch. Stop rapping. Now, I couldn't necessarily understand exactly what was going on with this, this, uh, this person. I don't want to say anything to hurt anybody's feelings with this trans woman. I, I, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But the fact of the matter is simply this. You knew that you did not tell them people from the gate that you had a dick, or that you used to have a dick, or that a dick used to be attached to you. I don't care how you word it. There is no way in hell that you would not feel betrayed if someone told you that it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon and you went outside and it was 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. Those are two different fucking things. One bears sunlight. The other one bears the moon. So, yes, his mama was supposed to be mad at you because you just now subtracted the fact that she will never have a grandbaby as long as this nigga is with you. It's simple shit. I don't get it. But hiding it and then acting like you're a victim, shouldn't that be against the law? Sh shouldn't you divulge that kind of information to an individual immediately before you stick their dick in your mouth? Before, I mean, and truthfully, that nigga slipping. Real shit. How you live with a motherfucker and don't know? Like, even if she transitioned, like, bro, you ain't never really, like, been with a girl? Like, dudes, man, or else she, she like, this trans woman is just like, bro, that's got to be a terrible existence to hide oneself. 24 motherfucking 7. And she, she didn't have to do this. She didn't have to hide this. Well, let's think about it. She didn't have to hide this in 2022. She could have easily got on the Internet and said, I'm available. And there would have been a thousand hard dicks in her DM. But this right here is what seems like to be. This, this is what seems like to be the angle is to try to flip a straight guy into this, this, this thing right here. So, fellas, be very, very careful. Yeah, she might have ass. Yeah, she might be. And, ooh, you, you might not 
even need to open the pickle jar. But at the same time, she also might be a motherfucking man. All right, all right. I had to pause real quick, but I'm back. Yeah, so, what, I mean, what do you expect? What the fuck can you expect? Now, I got two more stories left, and I got to get the fuck out of this month. Three, three stories. All right, the first story pisses me the fuck off, and I really can't go too much into this shit for the simple fact. I mean, fuck the simple fact. We already know that this shit transpires across this nation every single fucking day. The racial profiling, the simple, the, 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 the police policing only urban environments. They don't police the rich environments because all that drug usage and drug dealing is done inside the house where everybody is protected. So what they do is they go to the urban environments and basically bully everybody until they can find some shit. Right here, what you are about to listen to is a police officer pulling up in his cruiser and fucking traumatizing, I think, four or five young kids. This police officer pulls up to these children and just pulls a firearm out because the police said that these 12-year-olds fit the description, quote, unquote. Guys, get on the ground. Keep your hands out. Immediately, guys, get on the ground. Not, hey, what you doing? Or, n none of that shit that they do when it comes to white folks. And this is going to sound real, real racist and shit. Uh, hey, if you cannot listen to the truth, turn this motherfucking shit off. Because I have seen police officers get punched by white guys. I have seen police officers had their firearms been taken away from by white guys. I have seen white women jump into police cruisers and drive off without having guns pointed at them. But these kids are walking, and the first thing that it is that happens to them is this motherfucker pulls up with the pistol, get on the ground. Hey, come over here. Keep your hands where I can see them and get up. See? Now these, this was two little groups of kids. One group was slightly in front of the other one. Now the group that was closest to him, one of the kids immediately understood that, th that their life was, it, it was threatened. Somebody could die. That kid jumped on the ground too fast. Now that right there, that's trauma. That's automatic trauma. That means that that, that that kid has a parent that has already installed into them that you can't fuck with the police. They are not here to protect and serve you. If you do see one, get your ass on the ground. Listen. No matter what it is that you do, listen. Fuck them yelling at you. Just Listen. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. 1961, I got And you can hear the echo, which means that there is another squad car quite close. These guys know that these are fucking children that they are fucking with. They know that this is kids. Does that stop them? Oh, no. Just keep your hands out, okay? Listen. Okay. 
Ma'am, can you go back in your house for me? Ma'am, go back in your house. Go back in your house now. In the background, you hear neighbors. You hear the neighborhood telling them, that is my blood cousin. What did they do? You take your ass back in the house. Go back in the house, ma'am. Ultimate authority. This is ultimate authority. That right there is all I'm going to play. Because what you just now heard right there, that is the sound of someone's spirit breaking. That is the sound of PTSD initializing in someone's genetic uh, 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 code. That kid is never going to look at the police officers the same. Those children will never trust the law the same. And why? Just because your scary ass, and I mean scary, a lot of cops is scary. If you're too scared to take a bullet, if you're too scared to trade with the worst of the worst, you should not be a cop. The, the, the police officing position is held for motherfuckers who literally really want to protect and serve, not these pistol-packing punks who need a badge to bully children. That's the thing. You never see them pick on motherfuckers their own size, not by themselves. But when they in the gang, boy, won't they crowd up on you. And now that these little kids are minding their own motherfucking business, they weren't running from the scene of, a, of an incident or a crime or anything. If someone has on the same colors of clothing and they're black, does that automatically mean that you can fuck with them? Do you know how many people wear the same fucking shit? Do you know how many people wear the same fucking clothes? It's called fashion, fuck boy. It's called clothing. What? This shit right here. I would love to see the effects of what would happen if this were to flip itself on its side, let's just say you got a, you got a bunch of little white kids walking in a, a white uh, 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 cul-de-sac in a very affluent neighborhood, and some hood-ass niggas pull up on their ass and rob them. Now those white folks think every single nigga that they see is going to rob them. So what the fuck do you think these kids is going to think? For the rest of their lives, after having to be put on their bellies at gunpoint, what do you think these children are going to think about police officers for the rest of their lives? I'll sit. I'll wait. I have time. I got time today, nigga. <laughs> last. Well, two. The last two. And definitely not least. Um. Some weird shit happened in Brazil. I'm going to just keep it. I'm going to just, I always keep it a buck, but I'm about to keep it one thou wow with you. Some weird shit happened in Brazil. This couple was walking along the fucking beach. And I don't know if you saw this story, but this couple was walking along the beach. And as they were taking a romantic stroll, watching the sun fall into the earth as it does on these very, very pristine islands, they happened to come across what they believe is the skeletal uh, is the skeletal remains of an alien. They say that it washed ashore. Now, whenever some weird shit like this happens, 
I find it very, very interesting to put it on my podcast because one of these times it's going to be some shit that we don't know what the fuck it is. And this story kind of sounds like it might be one of these times. You see, this couple, when they found the shit, they took pictures, they took video, they uploaded. I'm not even sure if they confiscated the object, but I do know as soon as they posted something, very quickly, someone said, no, no, that's a flipper from a dolphin or from one of those things that has, you know, the platypus and the blah, 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 blah. So uh, very quick with what it is, on how it is that you know what this shit is, that shit looked like an alien arm to me. Some people were saying that since it washed out of the ocean, it could be some shit from a mermaid. Some people are saying that it could be Prometheus. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I do know one motherfucking thing. I do want to know what it is. And if it is a motherfucking alien, what do we do? What the fuck do we do? All right. And last but not least, of course, I talk a whole bunch of shit about you motherfucking rappers. You you goddamn right I talk a whole bunch of shit about you motherfucking rappers. You can't rap about what it is that you really done because you're going to go to jail if you do. It's that simple. It's that simple. But when, when, when you are faced with life's fork in the road, and life does provide many, many forks in the road for you to choose what path it is that you are going to go down. And of course, on those paths are highways. And on those highways, there are lanes. And you need to choose a lane that you can stay in and be safe. But when you don't choose that lane that you can stay in and be safe, you choose one of those lanes that's either too fast or either too slow, and you end up trying to jump lanes, and that's where you fuck up. When you fuck up, you get caught. When you get caught, you go to you usually go to jail. When you go to jail, you usually have a court date. Now, if they didn't caught you doing some stupid shit in the middle of your life while you was transitioning from the fork to the path to the highway to the road to the lane, you know, they might try to give you some time. And when I whenever I hear these niggas talking about they uh 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 nigga, I don't talk to the cops, nigga I don't do this, nigga I don't do that. I in 42 years of living. From my experience only, I don't know about you new niggas. I know I didn't see some videos with you niggas snitching quick than a motherfucker. Quick as fuck. But I know in my 42 years that usually when niggas get caught up, this is what happens. Come on. I ain't saying nothing. Life without parole. It was him, 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 her, him, him, bodies, 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 bodies. Hit him again. I ain't saying nothing. Life without parole. It was him, 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 her, him, him, bodies, 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 bodies. One more time. I ain't saying nothing. Life without parole. It was him, 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 her, him, him, bodies, 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 bodies. There it is. That's what happens. When you are faced <laughs> with the understanding that you are going to be around some niggas that you don't know for the rest of your motherfucking life, your options change. When you get faced that the rest of your life that you now know it to be will be around some bitches that you don't know, your options change. The reason that I don't like rappers, the reason I don't like these niggas that be saying that they with the shit is that you want to be a gangster out on the streets. But then when you get in the courthouse, 
You want to be a saint. You want to put on a suit. You want to cover up your tattoos. You want to talk about all your philanthropy. You want to talk about how one time uh, 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 you helped this kid get his life together. But you leave out the fact that the reason his life is fucked up is because you sold drugs to his mother. So, I mean, there's so many things that, that, that I just don't agree with. And even if you do dress up, and even if you do hide your tattoos to try to convince people that you are a tax-paying, law-abiding citizen, if that doesn't work, you snitch on everybody involved. <laughs> so don't be a rapper. Because at the end of the day, guess what you're going to have to do? After you're done snitching, you're going to have to get a job. You're going to have to check in. You're going to have to get told what to do. You will become a part of this broken-ass system that us old heads have been trying to fight for forever. You should have taken some motherfucking advice, little young niggas. You should have taken some motherfucking Instead of trying to kill each other, and this is what I'm going to leave you with, instead of trying to kill each other, you know the guy across town who's selling probably the same drugs that you're selling? Instead of trying to kill him, Maybe y'all need to try to understand why both of y'all fucked up at the same time. Why is both of y'all fucked up? At the, and it's not your parents' fault because they was fucked up at one time or another too. And it's not their parents' fault because they was fucked up at one time or another too. But one thing that did not exist for us that exists for you is this thing right now, the motherfucking internet. So stop killing each other. And focus your eyesights on who your original oppressors are. Because it's showing the fuck ain't us. We, if anything, we now have become the self-oppressors because we have been convinced that we are each other's enemies when we are not. I don't take your money before you get it, my nigga. That's Uncle Sam, bruh, bruh. I'm not the one handing out venereal diseases in the doctor's office. That's Uncle Sam. I'm not the one issuing out PPE checks or PPP checks and telling motherfuckers that either you're eligible or not eligible. That's Uncle Sam. I am not your enemy, motherfucker. It's that simple. Once we can get to that little mind state, just some of us get to that mind state, we'll have a lot of letter, a lot less of. I ain't saying nothing. Life without parole. It was hell, 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 hard, hell, hell, bodies, 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 bodies. Bodies, nigga. Yes. As soon as we can get to the place of understanding that we are actually all on the same fucking team. It's the umpire who's calling the goddamn game that's got us convinced that we ain't playing the same goddamn motherfucking sports. So pay attention to what's really going on and stop attacking people who are probably already your friends, stop doing that for me. But I ain't nobody. Don't listen to me. You don't listen already. I can't tell you what to do. You can already do what the fuck it is that's in your head. That's what you can do. Do that. Don't take no advice from me because I, I ain't tell you to do nothing anyway. <laughs> I'm done with the pod, man. This this is a, this has been a wild Wednesday. Very, 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 very wild Wednesday. And, uh, you know... All I can do is be thankful, be grateful, and ask everybody. As you enter into your motherfucking Wednesday, be mindful that the year is coming to a close, man. We don't got too many more days left in this motherfucker. 
So kiss your kids. Fuck your wife. Cuss out your parents if that's what makes you feel better. But do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. And as long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, man. That's from Terrence Howard. You good with me, man. This is Justice. And this is another Justice in the Peace podcast production. This is another Justice in the Peace podcast production. All episodes are recorded in one sitting. No edits. No inserts. None of that other shit. I may pause it and then pop back in. But no, nothing's edited. Please like, rate, subscribe, share if you care. It don't take time to use your thumbs, my nigga. It don't take no time to use your thumbs to share this shit, man. Share if you care, man. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button so you get notifications whenever I upload a brand new episode. I do appreciate you. I do love you. But all in the same sentence, fuck you. And I mean that from the bottom, the middle, and the top of my mother fucking heart this is justice and this is another justice in the peace podcast production thank you for listening peace